Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. There's a change happening in American politics where more and more African-American conservatives are running for Congress as Republicans. Today we interview one of those, Rhonda Kennedy is running in California against Adam Schiff. You're gonna like what she has to say. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, I'm interviewing a new friend that I personally met last week in Orlando. I attended CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Donald Trump was the featured speaker. Thousands of conservatives showed up, and I met between 10 and 15 either elected members of Congress or people who are newly candidates for the United States Congress. One of those is my new friend, Rhonda Kennedy. She is a conservative Christian who is running for Congress in California 30th against Adam Schiff. Rhonda, welcome to the program. Did I get all that right? How did you enjoy CPAC? CPAC was great as always. And um, the best thing I get out of keep CPAC is meeting new people like yourself. I mean, that's, that's what I enjoy about CPAC. Well, thank you. Uh, can you introduce yourself to our audience, talk about your family and your decision to run for Congress? Yes, um, so I live here in California, which is very challenging. Um, I have a total of six children, three adult children and um, nine-year-old triplets. Um, I, I'm a, a practicing attorney here. I, I fight for civil rights and for constitutional rights. I just won in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals for um, gun rights here in California, stating now that Government can't close gun stores and use the pandemic as the guys to, to um, violate the Second Amendment rights. So I'm a fighter. Um, my children and my grandchildren are the reason why I'm running for Congress because I want them to grow up in an America that I remember, a constitutional America, one where they have rights, they have freedoms. And right now, this is a very fight for our country and for our children's future. Can you tell me um, why why gun rights? I mean, that's kind of an unusual platform, but you're you're a practicing attorney that went in there on behalf of shop owners who were closed down. Were they discriminated against because of their product? Well, yes. I mean, California is you know is anti Second Amendment all day long, um, and it's it was the individual right. Like, if you were an individual, you couldn't go buy a gun during the pandemic, which is essentially a ban on guns. And it was so bad in our county, Ventura County, that in their order, if you left the county for non-essential purposes, you're committing a misdemeanor. So if a Ventura County resident left and went to San Bernardino to purchase a gun, they actually committed a misdemeanor crime. And so I'm about the constitution. I can't pick and choose what amendments and what part of the constitution that I, I like and wanna defend. I'm going to defend the entire constitution and everyone's constitutional rights, regardless of what it is. And, and also I like to say that after I did the guns, business owners came to me because they were being prosecuted. 
there were lawsuits filed against them by the county for staying open during COVID. And I'm the only attorney who successfully defeated the county and beat those, beat those lawsuits that they filed on those businesses. We have been watching California with interest, especially during the COVID crisis, because they were more totalitarian than any other state in America, perhaps, when it came to COVID policy. They had such strong mandates. Meanwhile, the governor, Gavin Newsom, was out there hosting his own little private cocktail parties without wearing a mask, without any restrictions. Everyone else was basically locked in their homes. Unless you had you know, a hospital or grocery store visit, uh, there was no, re no, you were not even allowed to travel. They've shut down interstate commerce. They've shut down the truckers. They've shut down the ports. They've shut down the shops. Uh, how do the business owners in your community feel about that? Well, they fought back. That's why um, there's, they contacted me. There's a group that started with this is called Brave. Um, they're a large group that, that's that's growing. They started off with two business owners, my clients, and now they're 400 businesses strong. And there there's two documentaries that's been done um, about Brave and those business owners. Um, because what California and Gavin Newsom didn't realize what they did was they woke a giant. They wrote people who really were just sleeping through it until they came for their livelihood. And then they realized, well, wait a minute, this is a tyrannical government. Those who usually just get along and those who even voted for Gavin Newsom was like, we had enough. And, and they, they stood against him. I mean, his recall, it wasn't Republicans. It was the entire state, Republicans, Democrats, decline of state, independents, everybody was like, we've had enough of this tyrannical government in California. I think I understand, and, and as a conservative like you, I support business freedom for entrepreneurs to be able to feed their families and serve the community without these horrendous lockdowns that have been in effect. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Rhonda Kennedy, constitutional attorney running for Congress about the First Amendment and religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and my pillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen, or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also gonna include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes My Slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is My Pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three, is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. 
Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by constitutional attorney Rhonda Kennedy, who has defended people's uh, Second Amendment rights to for gun shop owners to be active in California during COVID. Uh, Rhonda, what about First Amendment freedoms? We've seen a lot of reports of Christian churches being ordered to be locked down. Uh, no singing allowed in some churches because you might transmit the COVID even over the internet. I don't know how, how my singing or my vocal cords would infect you in your living room if you're watching over the internet, but they were very strict and they punished churches until the lawsuits fought back. And now the Supreme Court has said they have religious freedom in California. Did What did you see? Yes, I, I saw that too. I saw the First Amendment being violated and, and trust me, if I would have gotten a call from a church um, I would have been ready to defend them as well. And I actually, you know, I saw all the weaknesses in the in the, the orders from the county. So for example, you know, I wanted to file on behalf of the churches in federal court. A lot of these cases went to state court, which is, I think it's the improper place for them. But I wanted to file in federal court because in their own orders, um, they, they um, banned, you know, church services, however, you could do protesting. And so therefore they're treating um, individuals differently. It's, it's, a, it's a due process issue. It's a first amendment issue um, because you have, you know, it, they're both first amendment. You have a freedom of association, you have, you know, which falls under the freedom to protest. But the first amendment is also the freedom of um, religion, the freedom to assemble. So you can assemble out in the street and have a protest that turns into a riot but you can't peacefully go to church and socialize. But the, the thing was, is what I believe, they took the First Amendment, they came for the Second Amendment, because those two are the ones that are gonna protect the rest. And they didn't want us to congregate. They didn't want us to talk to each other. They wanted to isolate us and beat us down. Because where do you get your strength? When you go to church, you know, you get your, your, your congregation, you get that strength, you get that spirit, you get that, you know, that motive to fight and move forward. You get that spiritual food. They take that away from you, they can beat you down. And um, and so the first is just as important as the second. And that, that's why they came for those two first. You mentioned the double standard, how uh, churches were locked down and shops were locked down, but rioting protesters, peaceful or even violent, they were given a pass and they were encouraged to be out in the streets and, and congregating without masks. And um, what was your overall, observation of the riots of the summer of, of 2021. I, of course, we condemn police brutality, we condemn injustice, and yet violence uh, should also be condemned. There seemed to be an overreaction by a lot of the, the leaders in the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, and I wonder what was your reaction or, or observation as that was happening? I said, I'm, I'm black and I have a 31 year old black son and um, I have no problems with the police. He has no problem with the police. And I, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed as a black American that these people 
you know, who m many of them weren't even black, you know, Antifa and all these, you know, liberal good do-gooders who are out there protesting and tearing things up in the name of black America. And many of us were begging people to stop. Don't do this in our name because we don't want this. We don't, we don't, you know, we don't believe in this. And it really, I think from, from a personal perspective, I think it really set back race relations like 50 or 60 years because of the things that people were doing. It, it prejudiced a lot of people against black America. And it wasn't even us doing it. It was other people doing it, you know, in our name as if they were helping us, but they weren't helping us. They were furthering their own agendas. And so, and that's what, that's what I like to say. And that's what I, I educate people. I say, please, white liberal America, I don't need your help, okay? I don't need your help. I can take care of myself. I know what's racist and not racist. And what was going on out there was not, was not racism. It was not against black America. Let me just interject to say that I think you're right. The Antifa crowd is different than uh, you know, the, the historic civil rights marches that I would have supported with Martin Luther King. On your website, rondakennedy.com, you quote Martin Luther King Jr. right on the top of your, of your uh, page, it, defending civil rights like you did as a lawyer in court defending civil rights. How is that different than the Antifa crowd advocating to defund the police? They were violent, they were vicious. They caused a lot of death. I, David Dorn, rest in peace. It broke my heart and it still brings tears to my eyes. When I think about that video, he was someone's grandfather, a father, a husband. And that the riot took his life because people were trying to break into a pawn shop and shot him. His last breaths were taken on video, on streamed live. Nobody talks about him, you know, um, and, and the many, many other lives that these riots took. So, you know, I want to remember those people. I mean, he lived through the civil rights movement. This man lived through the civil rights movement, was in the police department, was a captain in the police department. He was a trailblazer for all black Americans, and he was murdered in the streets like a dog left to die. And, and, and nothing happened to them, except, you know, people were having a bail fund to, to bail these people out of jail. It, it was just, it was devastating. And it was, it, Martin Luther King probably was turning over in his grave, looking at what's being done and all the work that the civil rights movement has, has accomplished. And then they just, you know, destroyed it in one summer. It's interesting, the, the mainstream media made such a big deal about George Floyd, and of course, we, we oppose any injustice and brutality, as I said, but you juxtapose that with a different hero. David Dorn was a retired St. Louis police captain. He was killed after he retired, he was 77 years old while uh, trying to respond to an alarm at a pawn shop during the riots, and here's a, an African-American police chief who was shot uh, and killed on June 2nd of 2020, and we honor his sacrifice defending simple shop owners and, and public business owners, and thank you for bringing his memory into our consciousness. Um, compare that to Martin Luther King Jr. You, you've studied history, you're an attorney. Uh, how would he have handled the injustices that we saw last year? Well, 
Well, he would have let the investigation go on. He wouldn't have just assumed that it was a racially motivated crime because that's very dangerous. Um, and if it was, he would have taken legal action. I mean, it was, you know, the NAACP and the civil rights movement used to go hand in hand before it was just a political arm. Um, you know, Thurgood Marshall came, you know, from the, the NAACP, NAACP and the, um, the ACLU. Um, it was a different time back then. Now they're just used as political tools. And um, I, I don't think Martin Luther King would have agreed at any of these actions that happened, especially in his name, because he was for nonviolence. He accomplished what he accomplished with nonviolence. This was nothing but violence over the summer of 2000. I think I'm with you on that. I, I think Martin Luther King Jr., who was self-admittedly and reportedly a Republican, fought against the racism that was in the Democrat Party in the early 60s and helped pass the historic 1964 Civil Rights Act. Let's take another short break. Uh, when we come back, Rhonda Kennedy will talk about her Christian faith after this. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Today we are remembering to pray for the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. In fact, we have commemorated now a special coin to remember perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our generation. And here it is, limited supplies now of a special commemorative Donald J. Trump coin. It's golden, it says the word in God we trust right on the cover. It'll help you remember to pray for and remember the presidency of our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 exactly, this is while supplies last, uh, we're gonna send you that coin, but also included are two other products that we offer. You'll get a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, and a special DVD on how to be an effective Christian activist. We'll throw in both of these, plus the coin, for a suggested donation of exactly $45 to our ministry. And on top of that, we'll throw in this special window decal, I Pray for Religious Freedom, to help you remember to pray for America. Listen, uh, there are three ways that you can give. Right now, go to our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Right at the top, there's an online bookstore. And one of those items is the $45 suggested donation for all, all four items. Visit our online bookstore at PrayInJesusName.org. Or you can call us toll free. It's an easy phone call, 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Tell the operator you want the special $45 offer and we'll send you all four items. Finally, you can text the word donate to 720-573-0305. Again, text the word donate 720-573-0305. Please help today. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to 
have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Rhonda Kennedy. Uh, I wanna make it clear that we at Pray In Jesus Name Ministries do not endorse Rhonda Kennedy or any candidates for public office, but what we're trying to do here is give an open platform for people who love Jesus. And, and as a religious ministry, as a former Navy chaplain, as a former legislator, I wanna give an opportunity and a platform to honest candidates who can uh, speak to the issues from a Christian perspective. We invite Rhonda's opponent, Adam Schiff, the sitting congressman of, of California 30th, to come on our show and give his perspective on these things. Uh, we invite any other candidates to come on this show and give their perspective. Uh, since we're giving Rhonda this airtime, I wanna ask Rhonda, is there anything that motivated you about Adam Schiff himself? This is your opponent, he's a Democrat, uh, maybe six-term congressman who led the impeachment hearings against Donald Trump. He was one of those House lawyers that went over and managed the trial in the U.S. Senate. Of course, Trump was found not guilty, and and we all know the history on that. Why are you running against Adam Schiff in particular? Because Adam Schiff is one of the heads of the snake. There's a multi-head snake in um, in Congress right now, and Adam Schiff is one of them. And, I, and during the 2020 riots and with George Floyd, he was right there pandering to the black community for votes and for support. When he is, he's doing absolutely no real um, help in the black community. He's in LA County. LA County has the worst school district. They graduate students at a fifth grade reading level. If you really wanna help black America, give them an opportunity. Give them an equal education so that they can actually compete in the world. They can open up their own businesses. They can actually read an application. I'm gonna give you a, a brief story. So I don't know if you heard of uh, Freeway Rick Willie. He was, he's one of the biggest drug dealers in the world, came right out of Los Angeles. He was a brilliant tennis player, had a scholarship, full ride scholarship to college. He didn't go to college because he could not fill out the college application because he was illiterate, but he graduated from high school. Instead of him going to college, he turned into the biggest drug dealer um, in the world, definitely in California. This is what Adam Schiff's policies are producing. And I wanna actually have a future for children, um, not in California and particularly in Los Angeles County. And Adam Schiff's not doing it. Just like you spoke of your children, your grandchildren, you want them to grow up in a, a safe community where they have an opportunity to learn reading, writing, arithmetic, and then study, uh, you know, go to college, become entrepreneurs, run their own successful business or ministry. You love your children and grandchildren. Thank you, I see that love in you. It, it shines for your whole community, not just your own family, but that love must come from a different source. I wanna give you a chance to talk about your faith and, and what do you believe? Well, I believe I, I, I grew up um, a devout Christian. I grew up um, respecting my parents, respecting my elders, 
um, treating people the way that I want to be treated. Sometimes I have to, I have to pause because I am a fighter and sometimes I have to pause and say, how would I feel if I was in that situation? And I try and treat that person um, the way that I want to be treated. I mean, even my, even my enemies, I mean, my husband has seen me actually feel sorry for people who are on the other side of, of a lawsuit for me, with me. I, I have compassion for those people, even though I'm, I'm going against them and I'm going to attack them or rip them apart in a deposition, I still have compassion for those people. So I, I was grown up. Um, I grew up as a Christian. Um, I love God. I fear God. Um, like I have that natural fear for my parents. I have that, that same fear for God. Um, and, um, I'm going to bring my Christian values, um, into Congress and make sure that there's, there's more compassion because I can tell you we've lost compassion, um, in, in government. Um, our founding fathers had compassion for their fellow humans. They had, um, and it, and they were Christians, and they were they were either Christians or they were God fearing um, humans, and um, and that's why our constitution and our government, or the foundation, is is based on on God and Christian values. Thank you for saying that. Uh, we have just a minute left, but I do want to get your reaction. Is there a growing movement among African American? candidates to run as Republicans. I was at CPAC and I met seven black conservatives who wanna be in Congress, and we're gonna try to interview all of them on our show. Where is this movement coming from? Well, I could say for me, I've been a Republican since I was 18 because my great, great grandfather ran away from a literal Democrat plantation when he was 11 and joined the Union Army as a water boy. So when it was time, I was old enough to vote. I refuse to join the party who enslaved him, and that's why that's why I'm a Republican. And I think it, um, other people are joining in that fight and joining the Republican Party is because they realize that the Republican Party is the party of opportunity. Republican Party is not like Senator Robert Byrd, who died a Democrat and was, you know, grand dragon KKK. Go figure that one. Why would you even join a party who who allowed Robert Byrd to still be there um, wow. in the party? But. I can say that, I can speak for that for myself and I think other people, other black Republicans are finally waking up and and smelling the coffee. May I say a prayer for you? Father in heaven, I ask your blessing today on Rhonda and her children, her grandchildren, her family, uh, and on the district, uh, California 30th, Father, I pray that they will awaken in our day to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that as they do this, that they will think more conservatively about their politics and maybe help uh, candidates like Rhonda to take a stand for religious freedom, for civil rights, and for the Constitution. Uh, As our voters do the right thing in their conscience, Father, we pray that America returns to God. I pray this blessing in Jesus' name, amen. Our guest has been Rhonda Kennedy, her website, rhondakennedy.com. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Again, prayinjesusname.org. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Give us your thoughts and opinions. If you press four, you can leave a message for me. I wanna hear what you thought about Rhonda Kennedy. Call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word DONATE to 720-573-0305. 
You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 